Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Food Heals Podcast, Episode 77. Whatever you have that you're an expert on, you start a podcast, your numbers are going to instantly grow no matter what. I can guarantee that. I love that comparison because it really makes you think what this is going to be like 10 years from now. Yeah. (laughs) And we got in now. We're in, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. Today's episode is a replay of another podcast that I was interviewed on called Podcasting Mastery. Because we know a lot of you are budding podcasters and entrepreneurs, we wanted to replay this for you and we wanted to promote another podcast we love. That's right. It was Allison going solo on all of our tricks and techniques on how we grew this podcast to be so successful. I mean, we are an overnight success, Izzy. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Clearly. It's, it's a lot of hard work. <laughs> yeah. There are no overnight 
overnight successes. No. So get that through your head. It takes a lot of hard work, but there are a lot of tactics and tricks that you can learn to make your podcast successful, to make your business successful. So in this episode, I'm just sharing kind of a lot of what we did. So thanks to Podcasting Mastery for letting us replay this interview, and we hope you enjoy this behind-the-scenes look. Listen on how Food Heals Podcast took the world by storm. Susie, did we take the world by storm? I think we might have a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit? I'll say took iTunes by storm. Took iTunes by storm, for sure. (laughs) All right, but before we get to that, we have to tell you about today's sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by the eCourse Conscious Eating 101. Taught by one of our favorite guests, Magda Friedemrod. Are you concerned about your health and don't know where to start? Are you overwhelmed about the state of the world and want to be a part of the solution? Are you ready to lose weight effortlessly and increase your health and happiness? Then the Conscious Eating 101 eCourse is right for you. This e-course was designed to help you take control of your health. If you're looking to alleviate or prevent today's most common diseases, you are in the right place. If you're interested in becoming the healthiest version of you possible, you're in the right place. (laughs) So you must be in the right place. (laughs) If you value your own health, the well-being of animals, clean air, water, our oceans, our forests, and life itself, then you're in the right place. This course is for you. Conscious eating is about aligning your food choices with your values. This step-by-step guidance will empower your transformation. So check it out at foodhealsnation.com slash 101. And you know, Allie, my favorite chapter is Lesson 5, Conscious Label Reading. Mm-hmm. Because reading labels can be really challenging. And yeah. Magda just really breaks it down. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, it's hard to know, like, what is methyl trigloxy, you know, whatever. You can <laughs> even finish it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't buy it. So I think that's a really great chapter. I also love Lesson 8, which is the sugar story and healthy alternatives. Because sugar is one of the hardest things for me to give up. So I need the alternatives. Alternatives. I need the dates. Like I need to know how to incorporate them into my diet. So you and everybody one. else. Yeah. <laughs> so go to foodhealsnation.com slash 101 and you can see how to get instant access to Magda's e-course. She has even lowered the price for a limited time for only $297. You're going to get all 15 powerful lessons. Plus the first 25 people to sign up are going to get a free membership to Thrive Market. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Foodhealsnation.com slash 101. Next up, Allison is interviewed by James and Kimberly of Podcasting Mastery. The Food Hills Podcast starts now. All right, today we're replaying another podcast. That's right, we cross promote. That's how we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called Podcasting Mastery, and it's an episode that yours truly was invited to speak on. I'm jealous. Really? No, I'll get over it. You were invited too. You couldn't make it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's my fault. It's okay. James Martell and Kimberly Junkowski are great. Do you they're- know they are from the same town that my husband's from? No way. Yes. I just, I saw that on the website today. I'm like, oh my God, they're from Surrey, BC. <laughs> That's so funny. I wonder if they know him. We they should might. ask them. I know. All right. James and Kimberly are great and their podcast is all about, well, successful podcasting. They are tucked into their secret beach hut studio discussing strategies for developing lifestyle businesses, and they focus on being successful so their listeners can all spend less time doing business and more time enjoying their families, more time traveling, and more time doing all of the things that matter to them all the most. 
It's for these reasons the podcast focuses on strategies on both developing a passive monthly income stream and passive ways of developing new clients and customers for your business. A lot of passive. The goal is to, <laughs> the goal is to inspire you to start your own podcast. Well, who doesn't want passive income? I mean, isn't that I know. <laughs> the dream? Yeah, I think so. I think so too. All right, Food Heals Nation, take a listen and check them out on iTunes when you're done. Make sure to subscribe rate and review here we go imagine having the time and money to follow your passions and live life on your own terms welcome to podcasting mastery where you'll learn the secrets of podcasting your way to a stress-free lifestyle let's grab a cool tropical drink and then join james kimberly and the turtle in the secret beach hut studio Yes, this is James Martell along with Kimberly Jukdowski. Hello. And we are tucked into the Secret Beach Hut studio, and we are so glad you've decided to join us. If you recall, in the last episode, we talked about how to position yourself as the recognized expert in your marketplace. This week, we will be continuing our conversation about developing a lifestyle business so we can all spend less time doing business and more time enjoying our families, more time traveling, and more time doing all of the things that matter to us the most. It's for these reasons we continue to focus on strategies for both developing a passive monthly income stream and passive ways of developing new clients and customers for your business. Kimberly, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself, James? Wonderful. And I do understand we have a very special guest joining us today. We do indeed. Today we have Allison Melody. She'll be joining us. Allison is the co-host of the Food Heals podcast, and she's agreed to take us behind the scenes and talk to us about why they started the Food Heals podcast, ideas for monetization, selecting guests, mistakes they've made, and the exact steps they took to launch and grow their podcast from zero to 100,000 downloads in just three months. Very, very exciting. Now, Kimberly, why don't you do us a favor? Push the button, play a little music uh, to set the mood for the show. And uh, now, Allison is a media producer and documentary filmmaker and lives in West Hollywood, California. She owns and operates Melody Productions, a video production and social media marketing company, and works with clients in the fields of holistic health, social justice, and human and animal rights. Allison, uh, welcome to Podcasting Mastery. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Great show. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Uh, now, let's do this, Allison. Before we dig in and talk about the Food Heals podcast, and I'm really looking to hearing the story behind it, would you please first take a couple minutes and share your story and tell us about you? Sure. Let's see. I don't know where to begin. I am a documentary filmmaker, media producer, as you said, just got into podcasting in 2015, so that's my new venture. I grew up in North Carolina, and I moved to California about nine years ago. Um, and my husband here, living here. I'm not sure how deep you want me to go into the bio. Oh, let her rip. <laughs> so, yeah, I started the Food Heals podcast recently. Before that, I've been in video production for 10 years. It's my passion. I love doing it. I love making media that makes a difference or creating videos that, you know, make people want to make a change. So whether it's food, environmental, social justice, whatever it is, it's films that make people want to take action. So that's what I've been focused on. On most of my professional life and now I've moved into the podcasting and that's a whole new media channel for me that's been really exciting. Yeah that must be a really exciting transition from being in a media business and like the typical you know TV and video that type of stuff. 
to podcasting, and it's an interesting jump. Um, yeah. If you want to start about telling us what inspired you to start a podcast about nutrition specifically and health and healing. Yeah, well, what inspired me to create this podcast about nutrition is really I'm targeting people that I used to be. So my 21-year-old self, who was completely clueless about health, about nutrition, about spirituality, about there's something to be said for the mind-body connection. Um, you are what you eat. You are what you think about. All these things that I wasn't considering back then. And so it's really about teaching people that they can have the life that they want, they can be healthy, and they can thrive. And here are all the natural ways to do so. And the reason I got into this, I used to not be into this at all. I was just, I want to make films, I want to make documentaries, I want to make narratives, that type of thing for social justice issues and human rights. But then I went through two tragedies. So when I was graduating college with my film degree, all excited, you know, to get started in the world and get started on my career, my mom had just been diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And before that, prior to that, she had had been suffering with multiple sclerosis for years. You know, since as long as I can remember, wow. I grew up with her having symptoms. It wasn't bad until the last maybe five years of her life where the multiple sclerosis really became debilitating, where she had to walk with a cane and then she had to be in a motorized wheelchair. And um, she was having tingling and pain all over her body, especially in her hands and feet. And then she was taking so many drugs that her day wasn't spent working or doing anything productive or living out her dreams. Her day was spent writing, writing down what pills she had taken to make sure that she took the right ones and A pill didn't interact wrong with B pill, writing down what the side effects she felt so that she could like come up with a plan with her doctors that would work, but nothing ever worked. Yeah. And so such then, a common story. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, in the medical world. And so then when she was diagnosed with cancer, we were shocked. But now I look back and I go, well, no wonder she was completely toxic. All she did all day was take drug after drug after drug. Yes. It's uh, it's interesting to watch our medical system do what it does repeatedly. So that's what inspired you. I've seen business owners start podcasts for all kinds of reasons, and advocacy is one of them. My wife started a podcast called Epilepsy Moms, and mm -hmm. uh, she wrote a book called Epilepsy Moms, A Mother's Triumph Over Epilepsy and Autism. And the story sounds oh, very similar, similar because, oh yeah, because they had him so toxic in so many medications that right. I swear they almost killed him. And yeah. uh, she ended up finding the food route and changed his diet and, and took him from two to 300 seizures a day down to none. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yes. Can I have her on the show? <laughs> you sure can. So now that you've just you shared your story, that uh, that just kind of triggered that in me, and it gives me goosebumps to even think about it. It's just such a powerful thing that you're doing there. Thank you. And, you know, it was the first awakening that there must be something other than Western medicine. And I love Western medicine. I'm so grateful that it exists. But there are other alternatives that we have to be aware, with, aware of so that we can work in conjunction with Western medicine to truly heal people. And that's really what I want to share. And so, unfortunately, I lost my mom. And that's when I started mm -hmm. to wake up that there might be these other options. And yes. then my, after that, my dad got sick. And 
it was unbelievable. I was like, I can't go through this again. So I had to search for answers. And this was still right before Google took off. And there wasn't a lot of searchability. And I didn't know how to find the answers I was looking for. But I started to find a couple of books that would talk about cleansing and detoxing and alternative medicine. And my eyes were just opened. I couldn't believe the stories that I was reading about people that had healed themselves of stage four cancer and other chronic degenerative diseases through alternative medicine and through nutrition. You bet. Now, now I've seen business owners, as I was mentioning a little bit earlier, start a podcast for all kinds of reasons. Advocacy, which is what you're talking about in a lot of cases, and say with my wife, is one of them. Others started to generate leads or build a personal or corporate brand, generate sales, really, you know, to do business online, all kinds of reasons. So if you would, from a business perspective, why did you decide to, and I should, I guess I should mention Susie in there as well and ask you about your co-host. Why did the two of you decide to launch the Food Heals podcast together? And and tell us about the business side of it. Basically, I've been kind of an entrepreneur my whole life. I've never had a full-time job. I've always had freelance gigs or I started a video production company 10 years ago. And so I've always been like, I want to start businesses. I want to do what I love. And I've always had that mentality. And so for me, starting the Food Heals podcast was a little bit easier because I had that mindset. And then I wanted to bring on someone who was also into alternative medicine and, you know, the healing power of nutrition. So when I found Susie, she was a perfect compliment to me. She grew up the opposite of me. Susie grew up having vitamins and juices shoved down her throat. (laughs) She grew up with, you know, you take vitamin C, you don't take antibiotics. And so she had a completely different upbringing. I found that fascinating, you know. Yeah, definitely. That would be interesting. Polar opposites. <laughs> exactly. You bet. you bet. So from the business side of it then, so I've noticed that you've got plans for a TV show. And how, how, do you have a, do you have a revenue model in here or is this pure, purely advocacy? So it's both. Um, I definitely believe in making pa- your passion profits when possible. You know, I'm a strong advocate of getting up every day and doing what you love. And so I want to create the life for myself where I'm doing what I love and being able to monetize it. So that's what I'm doing with the Food Heals podcast along with my past video production work. So essentially, we do have sponsors and that's how we currently get income and we still started out with sponsors from day one, which is kind of rare is what I'm hearing in the podcasting world. But we wanted to start at the beginning with sponsors. Now, let me tell you this. The sponsors at the beginning weren't paying sponsors. They were sponsors that I offered a free advertisement to. And I said, if this works for you, if you see a high return on your non-investment, then maybe you'll buy advertising from us. And they said, great. And so that was a huge strategy because we offered a bunch of free ads and then nine out of 10 of them came back and they said, we absolutely want to buy ad space on the Food Heals podcast. We are seeing a return and we love what you're doing. So it was really a win-win in that respect. That's amazing. That is amazing. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Would you like to tell us a little bit about how the format of your show goes? Like how often you air um, episode lengths? um, How do you decide to get guests on or who you decide to go after that type of stuff? Sure. So at the beginning I was going after all the people I knew. Um, I've already been in production of a film called Food Heals since 2012. So I've been interviewing people that have healed themselves of a disease or who are a doctor or have knowledge of the holistic health healing world. And so I had all these contacts to start with. So I started with them 
and people that I was meeting through the work that I do. And then now we've gotten kind of through everyone I know that I've been able to have on the show. So now we're kind of doing cold calling. And at first I was scared. I was not going to get people. People were going to say no, but it's like most people say yes. <laughs> and so we have had a great, we have so many people lined up. Like we we're probably in a 2017 at this point of the amount of people that want to be on the show. And people are emailing us saying, I have a story to tell. I want to tell your listeners my story, or I'm a doctor and I just wrote a book and I want to be on your show so it's been incredible yeah so we have two episodes a week Tuesdays and Saturdays is when we typically publish and then we do some bonus content on Thursdays and we have extra stuff that we want to talk about like we'll be doing a Thanksgiving episode on Thursday as a bonus content and we did a Halloween ghost stories episode on Halloween you know bonus content so we do things like that you know just to have because we love to talk so we're going to have as much content as we can (laughs) I can tell (laughs) (laughs) you know you know what's interesting you said something that you and it's our good old human nature and I know a lot of podcasters struggle with this I do as well if I reach out to them are they going to say no I think why is somebody going to want to be on my show all of the little doubts that flood into our our mm-hmm. mind and uh, I know so many people that have that similar similar uh, I don't know if you call it style of thinking or it's just natural human nature but isn't it interesting when you actually do reach out how many of them just come in and say sure Yeah, it's easier than you would think. And, you know, I let go of all that self-talk a long time ago. And it still creeps up once in a while, like, oh, my show's not that good. Maybe they won't think I'm big enough. But you got to let all that go. Who cares what they think? If they say no, move on to the next person. Because then you're going to get someone bigger and better. And they're going to go, man, I should be on their show. And then they'll probably call you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Now, coming up with a name for a show, too, is also a challenge that many have. How did you, now it sounds like this has some legs and some history to it. Tell us where you came up with the idea for Food Heals or the Food Heals podcast and the name. Sure. Well, the Food Heals in general came to me in meditation and everything, all good things always do. And it doesn't necessarily mean I'm sitting, you know, in own prayer position going, I need to meditate right now. But it can be as simple as I'm sitting outside with the dogs and I don't have any distractions. And that's when things come to me. So the idea for Food Heals came to me years ago. And that's the name of the film. And when I decided to do the podcast, I really wanted to make it more than just about food. And so I was wrestling with whether the name should be Food Heals. But you know what? That just resonates with me. And it resonates with so many people so much that even if we're going to talk about other things, like we talk about acupuncture, we talk about spirituality, we talk about business, it still always comes back to the food. And so the Food Heals podcast is here to stay. And, you know, I'm going to keep that name forever. I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to love your name. People struggle with that, though. Anybody yeah. Who's- that's one thing that stops a lot of people from even taking the first steps to creating their podcast. And actually, which leads me into my next point I was going to ask about, because um, what we see often is with business owners who are just considering starting podcasting, mm-hmm. they think, oh, you know, how am I going to come up with topics? I won't know what to talk about. I'll run out of things to talk about. And it just stumps them and stops them from moving forward. So What's your experience with selecting topics? Obviously something you're very passionate about, but is that something you struggled with in the beginning? And do you use any sort of strategy now going forward to think about topics? Or I know a lot of our topics actually come from having previous podcasts that were like, oh yeah, we should talk about this and that. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think you'd ever run out of topics, which is another thing that definitely scares people new to the podcasting realm? 
look in health nutrition fitness that world you are never gonna run out of content yeah. okay <laughs> like there is always a new trend to talk about there's always a new study the who just released a study saying that meat causes cancer which took twitter you know offline basically oh, yeah. everyone was talking about it so you're never going to run out of content and everyone always has a story to share there's always going to be another person that has that story that they can share that's going to move someone and enable them to make a change and so the way we went about it really was i came up with some topics i wanted to cover i came up with the people we wanted to interview and then it's just organically happening from there where people said like hey i have a multiple sclerosis i want to come and talk about that so i'm interviewing someone today who healed and reversed her multiple sclerosis naturally so i'm thrilled to talk to her because it's such an issue close to my heart and i know so many of our listeners will want to hear about it and then we get requests so we had someone request like hey look my mom has fibromyalgia can you please talk about that and i don't personally have an experience with that so i I put out a thing on Facebook and I said, hey, who wants to talk about fibromyalgia? Do I know any doctors? Do I know any people who have overcome this? Contact us, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there's there's not a spreadsheet that says, here's the topics you must cover. It's really just happening organically and naturally. But no, we'll never run out of content. We are, we're getting requests every day. Let me ask you a question about preparing for your show. I know in our particular case, Kimberly and I will get together usually about a week or so before. And we kind of bat some ideas around. Uh, and then the day before, we'll spend 15, 20 minutes uh, kind of organizing things, and then we'll put our outline together and, you know, basically think about it overnight, and then we're ready to go for the next day. And then I also have to go get my Tim Hortons coffee before I do the podcast. Otherwise, <laughs> I just can't do it. And so. I usually have to blow my nose. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you – do you have any rituals that you use to prepare for each episode? Take us through the process that uh, Susie and yourself uses to get ready to actually do an episode. I would say we write our outline at least a week in advance. Usually um, I make sure the, the cut down is like three days before because I've done it the night before. And then the next morning I'm just like, oh, my God, I didn't get any sleep because I'm doing so much research on the guests. And so I've actually gotten help with that now. So I've hired an assistant, Lisa. So she's helping me write those. And, you know, I really, really, um, I have a problem where I want to know everything about them and I want to do the most comprehensive interview ever, but you know, you don't have to know everything about them because the truth is it's all going to come out in the interview and the questions will come naturally. So I've let go of some of that prep work that I used to spend hours and hours and hours on. And I do a lot simpler outlines now. So that was definitely a lesson I learned that I don't have to be as prepared as I think I thought I did originally. That's true. Once you start talking to somebody, it sort of just starts to flow, right? So it all does definitely come out when, when you start yeah. the interview. Sure. And, you know, that really, in my in my mind, that really all a, all a podcast is, is a conversation between, in this case, three individuals talking about something mm-hmm. that's important to all of us, including, of course, yourself, Allison. Exactly. Yeah. You can actually see that it's uh, coming up to a short break here. So when we return, we'll talk about the exact steps Allison and Susie took to launch and grow their podcast from zero to 100,000 downloads in just three short months. So don't go away. Our sponsor today is the Conscious Eating 101 e-course. Written by Magda Friedemrod, one of our favorite guests, and endorsed by Gunnar Lovelace, one of our other favorite guests, Conscious Eating 101 is a six-week course that will teach you how to live a healthy, happy, and sustainable life. With so much conflicting information these days, it's hard to know the truth about what's sustainable and healthy and what's just a passing fad. Conscious Eating 101 is the result of years of constant in-depth study of health foods and scientific research on the environmental impact of our food choices on our bodies and the planet. Conscious Eating helps you to balance weight effortlessly and enjoy overall improved health. 
Self-care has been scientifically proven to increase happiness. Caring for yourself as outlined in this program will bring you more health and happiness. Check it out right now at foodhealsnation.com slash 101. And this course is for you if you want to become healthier and happier. You want to help the world become healthier and happier. You want to lose weight. You want to develop lifelong habits of making healthy food choices. You're currently on a healing journey. You want to prevent developing diseases like cancer, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and others. You care deeply about all life. You are ready to make changes and don't know where to start. You're ready to align your food choices with your values. You are called to a higher purpose. So go to foodhealsnation.com slash 101 and you can see how to get instant access to your e-course. Magda has lowered the price for a limited time. For only $297, you're going to get all 15 of these powerful lessons. Plus, the first 25 people to sign up are going to get a free membership to Thrive Market. foodhealsnation.com slash 101. You are listening to the Food Hills Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Now, back to Podcasting Mastery from the Secret Beach Hut Studio. Yes, we are back, and I'm here with my co-host, Kimberly Juknowski, and Allison Melody, co-host of the Food Heals podcast. Now, Allison, before we talk about how you grew your podcast from zero to 100,000 downloads in three months, and I can tell you the listeners are really interested in that, tell us about working with your co-host. Tell us a little bit more about Susie and yourself and how you interact and the benefits of having a co-host with you on the uh, on the show sure when I originally came up with this concept it was going to be just me interviewing people and I would record myself practicing you know by myself before I ever started and I didn't really like what I was hearing it was missing the banter and the natural interaction that happens with the co-host and so I really decided to seek it out and see if it was a fit and Susie came along she was the only person I ever interviewed and she and I are a match made in heaven she is fantastic I feel like we we've been friends for 10 years and everyone that meets us thinks that we have known each other forever and we're like you know what we met four months ago wow that's wild <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so on the on the on the show then so this banter back and forth this conversation that you have between yourself and with guests that's really what brings the show to life isn't it absolutely you got to have the banter and that's natural human life it's just like you're having a cup of coffee or a glass of wine with someone you're just talking you're just talking about life yeah people would think it'd be a bit odd if you're sitting there talking to yourself in a cafe <laughs> <for> an <hour. laughs> just have some quality time with myself and chatting hey i've seen people do it i'll know <laughs> Yeah, well, you do live in California. I know. I live in crazy town, West Hollywood. That is true. Um, I know that people are actually, our listeners are probably chomping at the bit to learn how you grew your podcast from zero to 100,000 downloads in three months, which is something that you discussed with me very briefly. I didn't even know that until I reached out to you, actually, which was surprising and piqued my interest. I want to know about that. Um, so can you just take us a little bit through how you launched your show? Yeah. And when um, you reached out to me, it had just happened. So I was like, oh my God, you know, very excited <laughs> and wanting to share it with everyone um, because I didn't really have anything to compare it to, but I was at a conference right before I hit 100,000 downloads and, you know, talking to other people who are just starting out or some people who had had podcasts for a long time and hadn't hit 100,000 yet. So I was realizing like, oh, this is a big deal. This is a milestone. So that was really exciting. 
exciting for us. So I can think of like three strategies that we've really implemented that no one else was doing that I knew of. We came up with these strategies all on our own. And then um, I'll tell you about those. And then I really think it's also about having a community. So I'll tell you about that as well. But um, the first thing that we did was advertising. So I know there's all these articles online about how to do free advertising, how to do paid advertising. You know, there's so much you can do, right? You can do banner ads. You can advertise with a YouTube influencer. Like, there's all these things. But my mind was reading all this and going, but some of these people don't know what a podcast is. Just because you're on Facebook and you like food or you like nutrition does not mean that you're going to listen to the Food Heals podcast. I tell my friends in North Carolina, I'm a podcast host. They go, what's a podcast? Right? <laughs> yep. So I realized I had to target people that knew what podcasts were and that already listened to them. So I went to Midroll. And Midroll is something that podcasters go to when they want to get sponsors coming to them. But I went in as an advertiser and I said, I want to advertise my podcast on a few other podcasts. And so we went through the whole process. They found some people that worked for me um, that were similar to my niche, I should say. Mm -hmm. And so I bought advertising space on a very small podcast and I bought advertising space on a pretty large podcast. And wow. The amount of people we got from the, that advertising was incredible. It was more effective than any other form of advertising I have done in my past of doing advertising for clients. You know, it was insane. And so that was a real lesson for me. Like, wow, advertising a podcast on a podcast can be so powerful because those people are already hungry for more podcasts. You know? mm -hmm. Absolutely. We don't all only watch one television show, do we? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So, so you mentioned mid-roll. So tell us a little bit about mid-roll, and then we'll get into number two. Yeah, so mid-roll is the middleman between a podcaster and an advertiser. So if I'm a podcaster, I can go to mid-roll and say, I want you to help me get advertisers, and then mid-roll is going to go, I'm going to get you advertisers, and I'm going to take a, a percent, right? Yes. I went in as an advertiser and I said, I want to pay some podcasters to read my copy. And that's what we did, which is the opposite approach that most podcasters take. Because most podcasters go to mid-roll looking for sponsors. I went to mid-roll saying, I'm going to advertise. Brilliant. Yeah, very smart. Brilliant. Number two. Number two is we did a competition. And so we decided that we were going to do what we called a swag bag contest. And so I've made swag bags, like celebrity swag bags for parties before and things like that. So the way that this works is you're going to offer your listeners something of value. And in return, they're going to give you an iTunes rating and review. And ratings, reviews, and subscriptions are the most important thing for a new podcaster to get, whether it's on iTunes or Stitcher um, or some of the other platforms. Because what's happening is platforms like iTunes, which that one's the biggest, that's one the one that I'll refer to, is looking at your numbers for the past 24 hours. So they want to see how many da new downloads you got, how many people are giving you new reviews, how many people are talking about you in the last 24 hours. So a strategy that every podcaster needs to have is to make sure they're consistently getting new subscribers and new reviews. And so the way that we decided to do that was with the swag bag competition. So I approached about mm, 10 to 20 different companies and I said, we're going to give you free advertising for your product. If you're going to send, if you send us 10 samples or 10, you know, whatever your product is or your service. So we got all this stuff. We got face cream, nail polish, all this great stuff sent to us in the mail and we created 10 
swag bags. And on every show, we would say, all right, if you want to enter to win the swag bag contest, just leave us a rating and review and subscribe to our show, and you'll be automatically entered to win. And we got so many people entering the contest. And then what we would do is we would pick our winners based on the best review. So if someone had like a kick-ass review that was just saying really great stuff about us, or they had overcome an issue, a health problem through a natural holistic route, then we were featuring their iTunes review. So we would read their review and then we would send them the swag bag. So it gives everyone, your listeners, an incentive so that they want to sit there and rate and review. Because they might love your show, but they're like, I don't know how to log into iTunes. I don't, you know, I don't leave reviews. I'm that type. I'm not a Yelp reviewer. I don't go on Yelp and say that was a wonderful or that was a horrible experience. But if I have an incentive, yeah, I'm going to do that. And so that's what we did. And I think that really, really helped grow our numbers. That's awesome. That's awesome. Number three. Number three we briefly touched on, but it is to get sponsors before you launch. And the reason that's important is because when other people hear your show and they hear you already are sponsored, that creates something psychological in their mind where they're like, I got to get on this boat. Look, this A company over here is advertising. They're my competition. I need to get on that, right? And so what we did, like I said before, is we offered free advertising to companies with products and services that we truly believed in, and they were able to track if they got sales from us because we used a Food Heals coupon code. So we're giving the listeners 25% off of a great product, and then the listeners are going and buying that product, and then the companies are going, hey, this is working. Let's buy some advertising. That's how we started, and it was a great model. And now advertisers just reach out to us because they hear about us, and we don't have to go after them anymore. I haven't gone after an advertiser since we started. That's how great it's been. Wow. That's fabulous. (laughs) Fabulous. Uh, And thanks for sharing those ideas. Now, you had one other thing you were going to share here. Community. I think it's so important. Um, You know, I think there's a lot of communities out there for whatever you're doing, but especially for podcasting, it's such a niche thing. And, you know, you're either in it or you have no idea what it is. (laughs) Um, But on Facebook, there's a bunch of great groups for women. There's a group called She Podcast. It's a really supportive community. And, of course, there's John Lee Dumas and Kate Erickson's Podcasters Paradise, which there is a fee for, but I highly recommend it because it really helps to have that community. And what people do is they trade ratings and Review. So again, you want to get your podcast trending on iTunes. You want to get it on new and noteworthy. You want to get it on what's hot. iTunes and all these you know, platforms are looking at your subscription numbers, how many new subscriptions you've had recently, and how many new reviews you've had recently. So as long as that's continuing on the uptick, then you're going to continue to do well. If that stops or that stalls, then iTunes is going to bring you a little bit down, right? So we want to stay up. So a way to do that is to have a supportive community where you can email someone and say, hey, I'm going to review your show. Five stars. I love it. Here's my review, and please review mine in return. So that's a huge thing that you can do to support each other. And then, of course, you can just ask questions like, hey, I'm having this problem with my microphone. Has anyone else had this problem? And they're like, yes, here's how you fix it. And it's free support that, you know, you can't get anywhere else because if you post that question to your regular Facebook, people are like, I don't know anything about this. You've got to find those community members that are already doing what you're doing. And so you don't have to recreate the wheel. You can really learn from successful people, whether it's about marketing, your setup, whatever it's about, you can find the answers in some of those groups. Why do you think that podcasting is such a solid approach to marketing a business online? Some people sort of don't understand 
how impactful it can be and how much it can really do for you. So if you want to touch on that. Yeah. And I don't come from a marketing background. So I will say that this is all like self-taught and self-learned. But as I've been doing video production for clients for the past 10 years, I have had to help with advertising and marketing and learn as I go. And I have never seen the results for any clients or for myself that I've seen with podcasting. And so I think it's just podcasting to me seems like YouTube was 10 years ago when it was still new enough that anyone with a good message could get in and get heard. And so that's what podcasting is now. And I don't know what the numbers are. I can't back that up with any scientific or data or anything like that, but that's what it feels like. Because if you get on YouTube now as a new brand, you have a lot of competition and you're buried in this mountain of amazing videos and great content. But with podcasting, there's so many great podcasts, but you know what? There's not as many great podcasts as there are great video producers on YouTube, it seems to me. And so in terms of marketing, if you have a brand, you have a blog, you have a car dealership, whatever you have that you're an expert on, you start a podcast, your numbers are going to instantly grow no matter what. I can guarantee that. I love that comparison because it really makes you think what this is going to be like 10 years from now. Yeah. (laughs) And we got in now. We're in, guys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely true. So, So let me let me kind of turn this a little bit. Allison, what mistakes have you made along the way in your journey here so far? Absolutely. We made tons of mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) I like to call my mistakes learning experiences. Uh So I'll tell you about some of my learning experiences. Um, You know, they say when you start your podcast that you should have, you know, maybe 10 or 20 already recorded and ready to go, right? Edited. And I didn't do that. I had like ready to go and I'm an editor and I'm very fast so I was like this is no problem I got this you know I've got a couple of interviews this is not going to be a problem for me whoa I was wrong okay (laughs) (laughs) reality set in reality check wow because there's so much more to it and I'm a video producer I've done video production for so long I know it so well and I was thinking audio editing is so much easier than video editing because there's no video component and Yes, it is a little easier, but man, it still takes so much time because you're trying to craft that perfect story and you're cutting out all the mess ups and problems and things like that. And plus you're doing show notes and blog posts and you're, you know, connecting your advertisers and you're making sure all your bases are covered and then you have to post it on every social media channel. So that, you know, I was thinking it would take less time than it did. So that was my biggest mistake, AKA a lesson learned, (laughs) Um, is to really be more prepared and to have a team from the beginning. If you can, if you can't afford a team, get an intern, find an intern that wants to learn about business or wants to learn about podcasting or is interested in your niche or what you do Find get some help. Um, Because if you have a full-time job or you have clients or you have a baby or you have a family, uh, it's going to be a lot of work. It's not It's not a side, you know, unless you're posting whenever you feel like it once a month, it's not a side job. You know, it's not a hobby. It's, it's a big time commitment if you're really into it. And so I think I underestimated the time commitment. I was going to ask you if if you started over, what would you do differently? But I'm pretty sure you just explained it there. (laughs) Surround yourself with a team of people and support and also consistency is huge. So, all right. So let's, let's, uh, Let's do this. Let's shift gears a little bit again. And uh, we got 10 quick questions for you here that we don't prepare you for. We call Uh-oh. it the speed round, <laughs> and uh, it's actually fun. So, number one, Allison, Windows or Mac? Oh, Mac, all oh, the way. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I grew up on a Mac. My no. parents had Mac when I was growing up. <laughs> <laughs> so, this probably answers my next question iPhone or Android? iPhone. 
Yes, cat or dog person. <laughs> I have two dogs, guys. And we, I love and cats we, too. You, you probably heard our birds in the background and maybe the turtle going by, but we haven't heard your dogs. I know. I just put them in the house so that they wouldn't bark. I'm in the back house where my studio is, but yeah. I would I would let them bark for you. <laughs> Perfect. Now, your most recently read book. Stop chasing influencers, Jared Easley, the author, gave it to me. Your favorite vacation spot. Anywhere with sunshine. <laughs> Anywhere tropical. <laughs> Would you say you are a techie or a non-techie? I'm a medium techie. I can do a lot, but I can't do it all. All right. Perfect. Your favorite success quote? Okay. My favorite success quote. I just heard this at a conference. I'm going to try to say it properly. Um, what the word focus really means is finish one course until success. So instead of focusing on all your five wonderful entrepreneurial ideas, Focus on one until it's successful and then move to the next. But don't work on all five at once because nothing will ever get done. <laughs> Great advice. Definitely. My favorite question, not the last one, there's three more to go. What's a tool, online tool, or offline, I guess, that you use every day that you'd hate to live without? Oh, my gosh. Well, I have to live without my favorite tool um, that I learned in college and I've been using ever since probably for 15 years, which is Final Cut Pro, which is my editing um, system, but Apple, our, my favorite horrible company, took Final Cut away. Final Cut 7, I'm talking about, made it Final Cut X, which is ridiculous. And now all us editors that have been using it for as long as we can remember have to change to another program. So I am having to live without it, and it's hard. It's horrible. Yikes. So, so let, let's start over again. Question number one Windows or Mac? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't say Windows. I can't go there. I can't do it, man. I was I was uh, born on Macs. My parents were hippies. We had Macs my whole life. I don't know how to turn on a PC. That recycle bin thing, I don't understand. Uh, number nine, what do you do for fun? For fun, I like to drink wine and hang out with girlfriends, watch a good film, watch a good documentary. That's there you fun. go. And finally, what is the most rewarding thing that you've seen happen or being able to do uh, for someone because of your podcast? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's been amazing when we get an email that says, like, you really helped me. You know, the podcast has inspired people to whether it's just start like a weight loss or fitness routine or whether it's to go and get checked at a holistic, homeopathic, naturopathic doctor. So we've gotten these emails that just say thank you and that's all i could ever ask for is just that we're helping people so of course i'm going to encourage our listeners to uh, be sure to check out and subscribe to the food heals podcast at foodhealsnation.com and on itunes uh, allison any final thoughts or words of encouragement for for other podcasters maybe who've been struggling or just getting started or maybe they're very successful with what they're doing just don't give up. It's only going to get bigger and better. And you're going to have those moments of why am I spending all my time or my money or my energy doing this? And you know what? If you're passionate about it and you love it, don't give up because it will pay itself back, you know. And if you hate it, then, yeah, stop and do something else. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, Allison, of course, from the Food Heals podcast at foodhealsnation.com, thank you so much for sharing your personal story and being so generous in sharing 
all of your podcasting knowledge and experience. Thank you guys for having me. It's great to have you on. And to all of our podcasting friends, a reminder, if you have your own podcast or a podcasting tool that you want us to feature here on our show, simply send us the details to feature me at podcastingmastery.com, and we may do exactly that. And if you happen to be wondering what it takes to produce a, a profitable show of your own, I have a very special report just for you, the core elements of a no-fail podcast. And you can download it for free at podcastingmastery.com forward slash no-fail. If there's something here we mentioned that you missed, keep in mind that we keep all the show notes for you, including links to the Food Heals podcast, and you can find the show notes for this episode at podcastingmastery.com forward slash zero one one. And if you haven't done so already, I encourage all of our listeners to be sure to join us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Secret Beach Hut and on Twitter at Secret Beach Hut. Kimberly, thanks so much. Allison, you are awesome. Thanks for joining us. And to all our friends, we'll catch you on the next episode of the Podcasting Mastery Podcast. Thanks for joining us in the Secret Beach Hut studio. If you are ready to start your podcasting adventure and to learn the secrets of podcasting your way to a stress-free lifestyle, go ahead and download the free Podcasting Mastery Checklist at podcastingmastery.com slash checklist and start your adventure today. But don't wait. The checklist won't be free for long. So be sure to grab your free copy today at podcastingmastery.com slash checklist. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Sign up for our mailing list at foodhealsnation.com and receive a free gift from us. That's right. We have created a brand new guide for you, our Food Heals Nation. Yep. The guide is called Health, Longevity, and Weight Loss Secrets, and it's full of tips, tricks, and secrets collected from some of our favorite guests from the Food Heals podcast. In it, you will learn crazy cool stuff like how to live to 99 with no wrinkles. Susie's grandfather. That's right. How to attract the one. Ooh, how to never get a cavity again. My favorite. Yes, my favorite too. And the real secret to weight loss. Or maybe that's my favorite. They're all my favorites. And And so much more. (laughs) So sign up for our newsletter at foodhealsnation.com. We won't spam you, we promise. No, we won't send you too many emails. Trust us, we're too busy for that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So go to foodhealsnation.com to get your free guide, health, longevity, and weight loss secrets from the Food Heals podcast by subscribing today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately.